All right. So while you're say hello. Oh, there we go. Oh, it's working. Happy Sunday as we're recording this message to you. We don't need to see that anymore. No, we have a delay. There we go. Okay, great. Hello. So wonderful to spend this Sunday with you. We have such a wonderful message, I think, today. And not just because I came up with it. <laughs> no, I genuinely It's a standard think... standard practice that we celebrate. Yes. That's how we, how we came for. Yeah, Why is this chair so squeaky? It just is. Okay. We got to figure things. that out. All right. So the message for today, the lesson for today is you're not like everybody else. You are completely unique in your own special way. So why is that so important to talk about? Well, because I think that most of us really vacillate between wanting to fit in and wanting to stand out. And that's a really fine line for a lot of us is how do we walk that line? Now, when you're younger, it's not about standing out (laughs) at all. It's about how can I be like everybody else? How can I be cool like everybody else? And then when you're young, young, you know, you don't want to be different, right? Than other people. And that you don't think that's true. I do. And I, I guess I'm just thinking of Ellie. Second grade. She doesn't care because we were raising her. Oh yeah. I was going to say, but she does want to fit in on some level yet on another level she doesn't care so she's like oh okay she doesn't care her motto as an eight-year-old is that's okay for you that's cool for you that's what god made you you, that's what god made you that's what you're into that's fine but i'm different and she doesn't feel bad about that but i do think that that's a child rearing thing i don't think that's necessarily an intrinsic thing i think we're tribal when we're oh, yeah. young especially and it's like well, it's man, also the mirror neurons like yeah. that's kind of a how it's a survival mechanism and you're not going to survive if you're not like everybody else and then so we spend the first half of our lives trying to fit in trying to find our place trying to fit in and then we spend the second half i think trying to stand out and trying to while find fitting a in at the same time yeah. <laughs> You know, some of us are a little different than others. Like, I think I carry this to the extreme, like not really caring what people think or wanting to be like everybody else and can vacillate into contrarian. Yeah, but it's also contextual, right? It's in different areas of lives that we we want to kind of fit in and stand out at the same time. You do? You want to fit in and stand out? Yeah, because relationships are your driver. Yeah. As a person, you, you, relationships are your primary uh, motivator in life. That's what right. So the makes way your life feel worthwhile. And the, the way I, uh, I guess, navigate that or reconcile that is celebrating the people who I'm in, re- like have relationships with celebrating their uniqueness, how they're special and different. Yeah. And it takes the the fear or issue off myself. If I ever were to start feeling like, Oh, I got to fit in or whatever. I then switch it to, well, no, let me just celebrate how, you know, awesome and special and weird my friends are. <laughs> you do have an eclectic, eclectic crew. Yes. Um, You know, for me, I think this message, uh, like if we didn't just put it in the context of business for me, I think that uh, for me, that's where it, it's been the most kind of Stop challenging. It to he's eating the you know what i'd like to do pick him up start okay. over <laughs> no we can't we can't <laughs> because there's so much distraction that's right we can't though this is real life this is real life it's okay. unique and special yes it's unique and special so i think for business for me 
that's been one of the ways. Now, there, I think there's real value in finding a mentor. Obviously, when you mm-hmm. have somebody who's been down the path before that, you know, they have a methodology, they have a system in a way, but my personality type is like, just always looking for the holes in it or how it's not as good as it could be or how it could be better or is this true or is this well, that's good? Just part of your meta programming it, it is i mean i'm just at my core i'm like okay what's what's you know what can be better what's not lining up here i'm looking for inconsistencies and all these kinds of things um but mentorship is really important so for me it's like harder when i find somebody i don't just like blindly follow people oh what's the trend I'm never a trend girl. Mm. Like, oh, hey, everybody's doing this. If you tell me everybody's doing this, Go that's the other an way. immediate no. Yeah. That's like, a, okay, then I, I absolutely cannot do that because everybody else is doing it, just sometimes on principles. And it's not because I'm trying to be different to be different, like you were having a conversation the other day with somebody about being different for the sake of being different. It's in my soul that I cannot do the mainstream thing. And that's the fine line as well, because sometimes there's an element of mainstream things we got to do, you know. Oh, and it's so annoying. What, like emailing people or eating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not or, eating. Screw that. Oh, oh, everybody's eating. Oh, I'll find another way okay. to survive. So basically, like, let's take it in business. Yeah. You've got to do your four step formula with your funnel, and you got to do this and you got to do that. And I'm like, I'm not going to do any of that because everybody's doing that. And I'm not going to do that. So, right. And then, so there's that fine line, because then you find the mentor and you go, well, what should I do? I'm not doing a Facebook (laughs) group where I can get everybody into my Facebook group and fill it with a thousand people. And I got to do the live launch method. And then I got to sell all my shit in the Facebook group. I just can't. Well, hold on. I get angry. You you hear the rage coming up. Yeah. And so here's the thing. It's also, well, we're going down two different paths in conversation, right? Yeah. Because on one level, right, we're celebrating your uniqueness, how you're not like everybody else. And why is that important? Because we talked last time about perhaps the fear of not doing something because you're like, it's already been done before. Somebody's already doing it. Yeah. So why would I do it? So the point of the, the original point of this is for you to step into your own and recognize that your message is unique in its delivery, even if it may be something that someone has shared before. Mm -hmm. Now, when we flip that as well to the other path, the other conversation we're going down now is also Mm -hmm. about following a mentor. This is my pen, by the way, and I'm taking it back. This is very, well, you shouldn't have kept it. No, you put it there so you can use it. Well, Good. I'm taking it back. All right. I'm a pen freak. I got to have and a good look, you're pen. You're leaving the Mont Blanc. If I don't have a good, uh, Mont Blancs are not as good they as are, these. They're awesome. You know what the best pen is, guys, in case you're wondering? Dollar store. Now, I've tried every pen in the world. Let me tell you what happened. I was at the dollar store. We're going to digress. We're going to go on a little turn here. And this woman who's a nurse who writes, as you can imagine, which I'm, it's weird that nurses are still writing and not, it's all on no, the computer. Okay. So she goes, hey, you're looking for pens, blue pens in particular, blue is my thing. These dollar store pens. That is not a dollar store. Yes, pen. it is. You get that at I store. Bet you bet I did. I'm going to go check. Is that R2. Okay. R2. Got it at the dollar store. All Best right, pen in the go. world. Little gel pen writes like a dream come true. Right, cool. Yeah. Love it. Anyway. So you got to be different. Get to the dollar store. So yes, because just because. <laughs> No, Mont Blanc is the best pen. Like you're a pen collector. If we just look here, you guys are listening to this podcast. You can't see these other people are lucky because they got, these are nice pens. Look at these. 
Look, oh, I got to have a Mont Blanc. That's the best pen. I say, is it really the best pen? Just drop them on there. Is it really the best yes, pen? Yes, it feels great. The in dollar the store pen is the best right. pen. Just like right. Wet n' Wild is the best oh, stick. Okay, so now this gives, us, this gives us a great, great example. Okay, I'm glad because I was going rogue. Yeah. Concerned. Well, just because you like your pen choice doesn't mean, and if everybody loved that pen choice, doesn't mean that necessarily that is the best. It is best for you. Okay. All right. It's the best though. Yes. That's fine. Okay. For I quite like <laughs> I quite like my Mont Blanc or my cross. This is a nice uh nice nice feeling. I guess what pen. I'm saying is this. So I because just because it. I think it's great doesn't mean let me give you another example. Let me give you another example. This is a whole nother conversation, but about what's best and not best. Louis According Vuitton. To whom? Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Okay. I was started collecting because when I was young and starting in my business, you had to carry one because that was this, the, the, like the telltale sign that you were doing the damn thing and you had made it. And this was back in the nineties or it's, 2000s. Well, there's still an element of truth. Well, there was a little too, early two thousands when I went in to the Louis Vuitton store and I was like, I've made it. And I still couldn't bring myself to purchase the bag in the store because I was like, I'm going to go ahead and go to a consigner. I'm going to wait a couple of seasons. I'm going to get this bag. Anyway, I've been collecting Louis for a long time, right? So I have a lot, a lot of them. And I, that was my, like, I think because I had a tribal mindset because the bag is crap. If we just want to tell the truth, okay, it's canvas material and the yep. leather cracks and and the best thing in the world is like this old leather that lasts 20 years. And so now I'm like collecting these backpacks that are like no name, no label, look like a hobo carrying a 35 no, year old bag around with me. No, but, but they're like handmade. They're, they're handmade, yeah. really good quality. So like Instagram, what are people doing on there? What are the trends? I think that is a recipe getting caught up in the optics again of what is everybody else doing what do i need to look like i'm doing that everybody else is doing and you're sheep well back so, at, you know hold on so i'm getting hot again i know so yeah. let's back this up a little bit so while we're off topic on the being unique here in some sense <laughs> it, it, it was messaging it does i will say this if it's hit the point where people are now advertising this and they're saying okay this is the way now you're already too late to the party anyway if, hello, if someone's hello, training write it that down yeah if if someone's already training it and you're now Damn. you're getting bombarded on instagram with okay here's my four-step process it means it worked for them means they've already here, here's why they're training it i'll, I'll be honest with you i'm thinking yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just going on a limb this here is so good is that they're training it now because it no longer works for them Right. And now they need Hello. a new revenue source. Yes. So they're going, so they're okay. Teach you how to do now, the fourth that, thing that worked last year. Now that I'm, it's probably that it's not working. It doesn't mean that it's not. Works is also a, a meaning conversation because what the hell does that like? It's like if we get caught up with every trend and every way to do but something, it's trends. like, I can tell you who is doesn't follow this rule and is probably one of the most consistent, richest coaches on the planet. And has never, and is not like a person that flaunts her shit and shows her airplanes. She doesn't have any, I don't know if she does or not, but doesn't like do the trendy stuff. And that's Marie Forleo. 
Do you know her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Marie Forleo, who founded B-School, and I went through that back in 2015 when I was trying to go completely solo just to get clear on my avatar and all that kind of stuff. But she, she's, she's been making YouTube videos, you know, consistently. And she does like the, you know, some of the webinars and things like that, but she, and like Amy Porterfield and some of these other OGs of the coaching industry kind of, they didn't follow somebody else's formula. They invented the webinar. They invented that strategy. So that's like, what we're talking about is thinking about their two, probably two women, I'm sure who were like, what's the easiest path for me? What's the way for me to do this? Carved away and then taught other people how to do it. Although here's here's where I think, and here's where the distinction, this is, so this perfectly comes full circle. Watch this. Yeah. Let's let's bring this full circle. What you're sharing, Amy, Marie, and, and other people, they celebrated what worked and add what was missing. It was their take, was their unique Mm -hmm. gift, their Mm -hmm. unique special. So here's the thing. If you if you get attracted to it, if if you someone shares their plan and whatever it is, they say, okay, you know, let's do webinar. Let's just follow use, my let's, five follow, step yeah. formula. Yes. And you resonate with it. Yes. It will work. Yes. Don't don't go, oh, because someone else has done it. Like we want to be careful here because we what we're we don't want to poo-poo any, All right, any let me particular give you example because yeah. I, I don't want to forget. Mm-hmm. I have a formula. All right. I have a formula. But I created the formula because there wasn't a formula. And do I want other people to follow the formula that I have? Only if it resonates because there was nothing else like it out there and they've been searching for it. So it's kind of like this weird, and life is like this anyway. It's a weird, life is a contradiction. Life is a paradox. Mm -hmm. Life is like, hey, I'm saying this, but really it's this. And it's all of it. And so I, when I was trying to get sober, for example, I didn't want to do a traditional method. Right. None of that lined up with me one bit. And, and when I would voice it, I was met with such opposition. Well, if you don't, and I think that's one, one of the reasons I get so hot, right? If you don't do it, some people die, you know, you're going to, you're not going to fail. And I said, you know what? I just decided I'm going to stop telling people what I'm doing. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be successful at it. Then I'm going to help other people do it. And then I'll talk about it. Yeah. You know, and, and so that's the kind of pioneering that I, I think that both of us want to encourage all the coaches and speakers and healers that we help to get out of the mindset that you're, you've got to mimic, you know, you've got to be well, exactly like so-and-so right not necessarily exactly so so here's the dance first rate you here's the dance though again as you're building your business if you are not necessarily wanting to reinvent the wheel in building your business you can follow someone's path Mm -hmm. meaning you know tony robbins shares it you know success leaves clues you follow you follow these steps you will get these results now, what originally we were talking about as well is the fear of, and that was the conversation about being unique for the sake of being unique, right? So yeah, th- that's the other thing. Because I want to be, I want to attention. Right. Like we know people and, and and so many things are created this way as well, where they take, so they take something that's already a thing and they just rename it. Isn't everybody just doing that? Well, look, we can go down so many rabbit holes. Everyone does do that. That's yeah. that that's part of like how so many things happen. And because someone puts in their unique spin, but you know, and then I, it becomes I unique. That, I hate that when it's like just literally a copycat verbatim and they go, but I came up and invented this. Uh 
I actually, or people quote things and they don't put the resource of where they found, you know, somebody worked really hard to come up with that content and do that thing. And you're just going to espouse it and claim it like your own thing. Now you got to change it enough. Uh, so that it has a new feel, touch, ideas, infusion of into it. But and I, we, we I always want to honor the source. Coaches and speakers that are just regurgitating other people's stuff and pretending like they invented it. Right. That makes me crazy. Give them credit. Like yeah. espouse it. Like if, if you found somebody and you love their stuff and you're going to teach, that's why when we, I certify coaches, it's like, I want them to take my model what and and do the thing, but bring their flavor, their right. uniqueness, their branding. But if you're doing like a therapeutic coaching model or something like that, like Tony Robbins six human needs, like say it's Tony Robbins. Yeah, six I do. Human I, needs I, I use teaching, it and right? I teach it, and Other I give Tony the credit. Other right. people don't do that, and that makes me crazy. Well, right, and, and yeah, that's the point. Being different for the sake of being different, and then the conversation I was having with uh, a dear friend, and we're we're putting some stuff together is about that, like being like talking about the languaging, right? So if we get to, and you you have pointed this out with me, I sometimes like to be clever with my well, my words. Cleverness, that's what Marie Forleo. Told right, <laughs> and yet. Part of my uniqueness is yes. my cleverness. So how? So that, reconcile that, Doug. This sounds like a personal problem. Yes. Gosh. How are you going to remedy that? Pacing and leading. Riddle me this. So it's called pacing and leading. Okay. So pacing and leading is in NLP is about mm -hmm. the way we communicate, right? So if someone is uh, speaking, let's use uh, just like the rate of speed. So if someone is speaking really fast, when we want to communicate more effectively, what we would do is match, pace them, match where they're at. And then when we want to slow it down, because we are now speaking at the same rate, we can then slow it down. Are you and teaching will... how to manipulate people right now? No, no. What I'm teaching is how to communicate. Isn't it a fine line. Manipulation. Your wonderful dollar Your wonderful dollar store pen. Yes. Go ahead, write something. Something. You yes. manipulated that pen to oh, write those peace. words. Oh, for the so peace. my point right. is, this is sucks, not about... by the way, don't get this one. I just, okay. Well, that... that was a dollar They're store. listening, they it can't doesn't, see doesn't it. doesn't work, right. Okay. This is the uh, dollar store special Energel liquid gel ink. Don't, okay, don't, don't do that, that one. one. That's a crap okay. one. So I digress, or we digress. It was me. I'll take their point. So when it comes to the pacing and leading of vernacular is. I, see. I didn't make up that word. That's no, you didn't. But you could just say speaking instead of vernacular. Or the lexicon of your. Oh, okay. for the piece. So point being mm -hmm. is you start with some of the language that you can pace, you can relate to with someone to lead them into your new conversation. So this is one of the ways that I will, let's say, use Tony's six human needs. That's how we use it in the treatment center. I led with the conversation around why everyone uses drugs or alcohol, blah, blah, blah. it meets our needs. So I started with the concept of here's what we're talking about, drugs and alcohol, recovery, blah, 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 to then lead them into a conversation. And then from there, after giving Tony the credit and all of that, then we go further down and use different Something stories, metaphors and so forth. You take somebody's work and expound upon the work. And that's what we are talking about. Yes. You take it, you take all, I have that ability to take all these complex ideas and synthesize them into one 
thought, you know, one place. And, and I have the ability to take one thought and have it go everywhere. Right. And that's why <laughs> that's a gift, you isn't make it? a good pair yes. because I will take everything and put it into one thing and you'll take one thing and make it into many. It's a gift. I like it. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, what Doug and I do in our marriage is whenever we have something that's really wonderful about the other that we really love, we say, I love that about you. Yeah, that, I mean, hey, like Doug always makes me coffee in the morning. And even though if I want to get coffee, I don't because I like to have you bring me that coffee because it's an act of love. It's an act of reception in the morning. I receive it. And I say, I love that about you. Now, sometimes when you do something or I do something that is a little left center. All right. And it's a little annoying. I never do that. I know you never do. Ever. No, but (laughs) we say, I accept that about you. I accept that about you. That's a nice way of saying, bless your heart. Like when you're in the South and you say, bless your heart, it means F you. But we say, I accept that about you. But it's just nicer than saying, what are you doing? Why why keep doing that? Okay. I want to go back to this controlling thought where you were like, well, Heidi, you sometimes are contrarian and you question everything and you want to like poke holes in it and make it better and look for the contradictions in it yourself. And, And then you think you have the right way. Like I have the best pen. I know this is the best pen for you. No, I know in my mind that this is the best pen. Okay. It writes the best. It's the smoothest guys. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me finish. Okay. It's not as heavy for you. Yes. You, I like it. Yes. I like a little more a little weight. More weight. That's why you married me. <laughs> so listen, we can vacillate with this knowing like being your own, you know, doing your own way and then getting into the righteousness of the own path that you found. And that was like what was happening with the AA people. They were so excited about the path that they found that they were like, this is the only way. This is the only path. And we have to be very careful that we, we can claim like how, how, you know, profound the path is you found or how amazing the pen is that you found, but not get controlling with people. Like when somebody has another idea and then we want to shut it down and go, no, 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 I found this way. And this is the better way. And this is the right way. Or that like two sides of the same unhealthy perspective as a controller over here, where they want to dominate, manipulate and tell everybody how to think, feel and behave. Or the other side is the pleaser, which is has ideas, has these wonderful things in your heart that unfortunately I'll tell you what, who's more successful is the controller because the more confident person wins every time in everything. Okay. Not sometimes the better skilled, honestly, the person who's not, has no fear about getting their stuff out there. And sometimes the pleaser might have this great idea, but there's so much fear, tension, and nervousness about getting their new or different or radical or, or unconventional ideas out there that they're afraid of the backlash. And I think that is the biggest problem. Like I'm not like everybody else. I hear you guys, but what's so-and-so going to think? What are they going to say? My West Virginia just came out. What's so-and-so going to think? Used to could, (laughs) used to could, you could state your opinion and it wasn't, you know, now it's tougher. Let's be real. Well, yeah. So we have a a, a new layer of policing of, uh, and dare I say bullying, right? right? You've got the the cyber warriors, the the keyboard clowns where like yeah. they just, you know, love to get contrite even when it has like, like no impact on them. Like, right. be like you're stupid and that's dumb. And I can't believe you're saying that out loud, but I don't need to type that. 
You know how many times a day I think people are. Oh, you poor thing. Yeah, I think it a lot. I, yeah. I do. I do. I, I think, oh my God, you're you're not firing on all cylinders. But I don't say it. I just go, huh. Yeah. Oh, that's what you're doing when you do that to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Secrets out. Good to know. Okay. I don't go, huh, with you, do I? I do not. I probably heard that several times in the last 13 years. Not to you. No, I hear it all the time. I'm just kidding you. I'm just fine. I'm just having fun. You, you hear it all the time? From you? About you? No, oh, I was I, just I teasing okay. you. Okay. Look, look. Oh, you don't huh. want to hurt me? Oh, you're so nice. Huh. So <laughs> speaking of which, Doug is a pleaser and you're a nice person. You're a lot nicer than I am. I don't have any fear about sharing my opinions or thoughts to the point where you can balance me out and go, you know, are you sure you want to? So- I, and Put I guess that way. I've taken pleaser to, I guess, a, a more effective leader. Yeah. Communication. Say that? Yeah. Is, is that, is, is this going to be more effective than redirection? Right. So rather than get into, it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't necessarily have to be. This is a podcast. You got to explain what you're doing right oh, now. Oh yeah. What I did was I made a fist, fist to fist. So to like opposition to um, uh, argument where it's con- confrontation versus linguistically and otherwise redirecting into a new way of of thinking or being so so and, and again this well, is not okay, everybody some people you're manipulating people so no i'm just kidding no you're mastering influence because yes. you're, when somebody has an op- opposing opinion you lead with you know what that's that's an interesting perspective i enjoyed hearing, hearing that perspective thank you for that yes and right aligning yes and, rather than you're stupid yeah like that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard which yeah. is my first thought that could be your first thought, but when but you I don't say, say it out it, loud, say sometimes it. you do. I do. You're right. I'm lying to myself right now. That's all right. So but who do I say that to? Do I say it to everybody, huh? Uh, no. Pretty much? No. Maybe you may, you, you've maybe lessened uh, the, uh, the, this is stupid. Or yeah. you were, no, maybe it's not, you went from you're stupid. To I don't stupid. say you're <laughs> stupid. That's emotionally abusive. I right. hope I won't do no, that. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. But yeah, it's usually people I don't know. Well, well, and look, but I don't say it to them. That's the thing, because what's it going to do if I say, I think that this is, you know, like I would never say this, like if somebody's getting sober, okay. And they say, Hey, uh, how can I get sober? I'm not going to say, if you don't do this, you're going to die. I'm going to say, Hey, there's so many roads to Rome. Uh, let me tell you a couple of options that I've come in contact with. And, and this might not be the way for you, but I didn't line up with anything. So I created a way. Can I, can I share right. with you well, and there's, so, what I've come up with that I think is is very helpful in this scenario? So there's a difference. And this is where great mentorship and coaching comes in. Whereas you in this context are- Did you just call me a great coach and a mentor? You are. Is that rather than saying this is the one and only way, and when seeing someone like you would never, if someone was successfully or on their path at getting so sober, and they're like, "Okay, I'm going to AA," your first response would be like, "Well, that's stupid. That doesn't work." You'd start inquiring, "Is it working?" Yeah, and, then and my if first it's thought wouldn't working, be that it wasn't working. Right, right, but that's the difference. Right, when someone else like, use and not to besmirch AA or anyone in AA because if it's working for you, can we just talk about besmirch. 
That is a who says every, that? Everybody. Nobody says that. Everybody uses besmirch. Tell me who used it recently in the last 10 decades that you know personally. For people for listening and watching, have you used the word besmirch? Or when you Put hear it, it do you understand Please. what that means? Just, can, can we just, yeah. Okay. And what what we saw <laughs> in the treatment space was there were some people who were very much into the the program and when they saw someone doing something that wasn't the program they would then tell them how wrong they were and they were going to die and it wasn't going to work and all these you crazy know, things and do that with god you know, there's, uh, I mean, it's just, we're going to go to it church a, a little bit. Things. Yeah, we're going to go to church a little bit. And I don't line up with everything. I've studied many things in my life. I don't subscribe to a lot of the things that are taught. I don't, um, and especially in certain Christian circles. Um, but I love Jesus and I love the story of Jesus and the example of Jesus. So I can sit into church and I can take my Taoist training, my Buddhist training, my different ideas and thoughts and and weave them into a beautiful tapestry of spirituality and not say i'm never going to walk into a church right well because i don't believe everything or line up with everything because i think there's value in the community so, there's value yeah. in those relationships you know well and, and the way i look at it is the old saying from dr b there's only so many ways you could draw a square mm -hmm. and, and people draw squares but i don't like them sometimes well they just don't like the color ink or the they, they use a they use they a use, blanc use rather than your your uh versus this right but I, my <laughs> the game not the game i play but when when we're in in that and i can i can pretty much make that fit into almost any other teaching someone could present can, it and can. i go okay yeah well this is this is the same thing said another way right and this is where it's important for and this is bringing a full circle about being unique that sometimes it's just and not even, an open mind right yeah well and, and here's the other thing is we is and here's what maybe we'll leave it on this so we can make it to church on time oh, we gotta go is that your unique message is a square you're a square and everyone has a unique square everyone draws it uniquely but we're all saying the same thing meaning if we're grounded and we're coming from a place of love honor and respect that we have an open mind that we're coming from a place of service that we want to add value that is the square how we get there okay that's the square all right i like circles okay do you see my personality coming out now? No, it's got to be a circle. There's only so many ways you could draw a circle. There you go. This is the circle I usually. <laughs> are you are you bored says, now? Mine says, says glad. Glad. Mine says no. Bored. I'm always then, searching for mental stimulation. And then there's uh, <laughs> so, here we go. Oh, a poop one. Poop one. Now, where did you get these? Douglas? These were from Suzanne Evans. Suzanne Evans. That's one that's unlike other people, right? No. That's right. We should use these. We're using them. We're using them. Guys, for the podcasters, we're holding up little face circles that have emotions on them. Those and emojis. I would probably just sit with this one. This one the says board. bored yeah. most of the time. Are you bored right now? Um, I can wow, bore that myself. Pause. That pause was painful. All right. So, huh. I get bored. <laughs> See, I brought, in, I brought in the hum. So that was good. PTSD for that. Which also looks like ADD, which I which I have accused you of having, and it turns out it's me. 
project much. Yeah. Mm. Projection. Projection. Thank you. Mm. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, that feel, that didn't better. feel good. Okay. Oh, oh, you, you can make it up to me. Okay. Wink. Oh. All right. So. We love you for who you are and who you aren't. Be you. Because that's the best shot you have at being happy. And it's, you're the only one. You're the only one. So be your best, not someone else. Be your best, you. Let's have a theme song. Oh, that's probably song on Fiverr. Just pay somebody $5. So make it. Oh, yeah, you're a musician. I forgot. Oh my God. I I was trying to figure out. I'm staring at your Grammys. (laughs) I was was trying to figure out your Grammys. And then I go, Let's hire somebody on Fiverr. Well, we could hire. We could we could speak brilliant. to one of our uh, wow. Emmy winning other oh, artist friends. But we, I, we, that's why I needed the little the the, the little adapter so I could play. Okay, all right. We love you. We will see you next time or hear you next time. Uh, like, subscribe, share, spread the love, and uh, reach out with any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to discuss, or even if you would like to be a guest, because we'd love to talk to you. We love you. God bless. Bye. Peace.